welcome everyone to another quick bite here from Nikolai's Kitchen. My name is Nick. If this is your first time here, welcome. This show is all about my journey of scratch-made food and positive energy. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the show, for downloading this today, and I hope that you'll stick around. We're trying to make the world better one dish at a time. If you're a returning listener, thank you so much for making me part of your routine. You are amazing. You are the lifeblood of this show. You are what keeps me going and getting behind this microphone every single week. Today on the show, we're going to be talking about red wine orzo. Now, I have talked in the past about a red wine risotto, and this recipe is going to be very, very similar to that. So here is what you're gonna need to make my red wine orzo. You're gonna need three cups of red wine. Get something middle of the road here, maybe like maximum $10 for a bottle. You don't need to like go broke buying an expensive bottle, but you don't necessarily wanna just go with cheap cooking wine either because you're trying to kind of retain the body and the flavor of this. You need one teaspoon of beef better than bouillon and one teaspoon of vegetable better than bouillon. You can, if you wanna make this vegetarian, just go with two teaspoons of the vegetable better than bouillon, of course. You're going to need two cups of dry orzo, two tablespoons of unsalted butter, one tablespoon of olive oil, eight cloves of garlic minced, one cup of freshly shredded Parmesan cheese, one cup of cherry tomatoes quartered, one cup of basil roughly chopped, one cup of spinach roughly chopped, salt, pepper, brown sugar, and turmeric to taste. First thing you're going to do is add your olive oil to the saucepan over medium heat. Normally when I toast orzo, and I've talked about this in previous recipes, I'll do the olive oil and the butter. But this time I wanted to save the butter until the end, until it's already removed from the heat. That way you're not separating the fats and everything out from the butter. And it's just going to make it a lot more creamy. I'm understanding more and more about food science and I love it. So only do your olive oil here. Get that warmed up over medium heat. Add your orzo in here. Toss it until it's well coated. Then you're going to toast your orzo. Just kind of get it to the consistency, to the toasting level that you like. The scent is unbelievable. I love, love toasting pasta, toasting orzo like this. It smells amazing. So now you're going to add your wine, the better than bouillon and garlic to the saucepan and then stir everything together to combine. Don't make the same mistake that I did. I had Rebecca helping me. She minced the garlic, which is amazing. Thank you so much, Rebecca. And I, for some reason, had her added in with the cheese, which goes in at the end, which basically added raw garlic to the finished orzo, which kind of overpowered it. You want the garlic to soften and cook into and perfume everything in here. So that's why you want to add it at this stage with your wine and better than bouillon. Then you're going to bring this to a simmer over medium heat, then cover it, reduce the heat down to low, cook it for 18 to 20 minutes or until the liquid is nicely absorbed. Once you get to this point, remove the cover, give everything a good stir, and then add your cheese. Stir this all in here, and then you're going to season this to taste at this point. I didn't add more salt and pepper at this point, and basically the wine is the prominent flavor here. The beef and vegetable better than bouillon, they just kind of add a little bit of body, but you need to add a little bit more salt and pepper, and especially one thing to kind of counteract the bitterness, because Rebecca, you know, rightly pointed out that this was kind of bitter. And it's because you're just kind of taking those red wine elements, all of that kind of earthiness, depending on the wine that you picked anyway, don't pick a sweet wine for this, but all that kind of earthiness, those more bitter elements, the tannins and all that stuff in the wine, that's going to come out a lot more here. So you want to just do a little sprinkle of brown sugar. I only did about a teaspoon, I think, but kind of season this to taste salt, pepper, brown sugar, and turmeric. Get all those in here with your cheese, stir everything together. Just cook it for about a minute to let everything come together. 
Once you're done, turn off the heat, then you're going to add your butter, cherry tomatoes, basil, and spinach, and then any other seasonings you might think it needs at this point. Again, you want to do this when the heat is off because that butter is just going to melt and it's just going to make everything a lot more creamy. And then, of course, you're adding the freshness of that basil, spinach, and cherry tomato in here. The bite is beyond words. It's so amazing. It tastes so fresh and so delicious. And this is one of those things I had to kind of course correct and I had to add seasonings after the fact because I didn't season this enough. So just make sure this is a, a, more than anything, this is a, a, a good reason to taste, 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 taste at every single stage, every single stage. You want to make sure you're tasting this and make sure you're not going to mess it up. This is going to yield six cups total, and it's about 430 calories per one cup of serving. So, you know, you might even want to just have the, like a half a cup of this along with a couple of other things on the plate because it is pretty calorically dense. That's all the wine, basically. <laughs> the wine and the cheese. I mean, you just you can't escape it. You really can't. That is going to do it for another quick bite here from Nikolai's Kitchen. Now, the next episode is going to be the season three premiere coming on Monday the 22nd, and then it's going to be a Thanksgiving special. Uh, as of the time of recording this, still TBD. Have no idea. No idea what I'm going to do, but of course, we will talk about that, and you'll get that episode on Monday the 22nd. There will still be a quick bite on the following Thursday on Thanksgiving Day. That, I'm sure, will also be Thanksgiving adjacent. And then, of course, Monday the 29th, I can't wait for you guys to hear M from Verbal Diorama. She's going to be here, and it was amazing. And since uh, I recorded that with her, and now that I'm recording this, I have made her version of the dish. And, well, you'll find out on Monday the 29th. Be kind to yourselves today. Be good to other people today. Just go out there, spread a little bit of love, spread a little bit of kindness. You are amazing. I love you so much. Thank you so much for listening. Take good care of yourselves. Never, ever forget to take a little bit of time out to give yourself a break. I am so grateful that you took the time to listen to this today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all that you do. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you so much for coming on this journey with me. kitchen wouldn't be possible without the contributions of my amazing patrons thank you so much to m deb sam and chris and a very special thank you to my vip patrons krista jared caleb dan and bill learn more and sign up today at patreon.com slash kitchen